Hey to the yo. Hey to the yo yo. Hey 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 ho. <laughs> I tried to change it up. Is that better? Yeah, that was awesome. Hey oh, hey oh. I loved that conversation so much. That was awesome. Was... I just. <laughs> What's your cup capacity now? My cup capacity. Like your energy cup. How's, how's oh, it? Mike, it's about at a. Um, you know. <laughs> Almost to the brim. <laughs> Almost the brim? Yeah. I what would it take to get there? Uh, my smoothie. Oh, <laughs> that I'm keeping you from. That was very subtle. Super subtle. Katie needs her smoothie. I held her after our interview with Aaron mm-hmm. to, to do this. Yeah, which I'm glad you did. Are you? Yes. I can make you a smoothie. It's probably not going to be the same. I get oh, it. Though. It's like when you get a smoothie. Uh, if I find something I like, I will do it until I like OD on it. Right. That's where I'm at. I... Okay, so Erin is on our team. She's a board member. She also works with me at Cycle Bar. She is such a... If you could give her a color, what color would it be? Um, like a like a vibrant yellow. Yeah. She's just so full of energy and wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. She's just like... She has more energy than I've... In like one day than I've exhibited probably in the last 10 years. You know? <laughs> She's just like a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse. And it was so interesting to me in this conversation when she shared her biggest misconception. Like, I think it's going to blow people's minds. Oh, yeah. I it's sat in my mind. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. That, and I loved just how she, I think this is something we talked about. Identifying our yeses, identifying our noes. I think she did a great job of, one, like how she identifies her yes, and then how does she identify, like, her specific yeses when she's a lot of yeses to give. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She did a great job. She did great. I I love this. I want to listen to this again and take notes this time. Like I kind of took notes, but I want I want to listen again because I think it's all relevant topics. You know how we're allowed to change our mind, identifying our yes, um, taking information from other people. I think we live in a day and age. We talk about this where we have so many resources, so much accessibility to ideas and methods, and that can be overwhelming. And I think it can paralyze people because you feel like well, I need to be just like this person or just like this person, but how to identify like what works for you. Right. And we talked about our insecurities. Yeah. And how we yeah. might show up so confident, but each and every one of us just has so many. We all have our insecurities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. That's the other thing. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to pump up your tires times 10 for every insecurity you have. It's like, I'm going to let you have your insecurity. Right. And like, it's, it's relatable. We all have our insecurities and that's okay. And we can pump up each other's tires. We got our tires pumped. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, I hope that our community enjoys this. I know they will. I don't even hope. I just, I know that they will. I also hope we see our community. We have some really fun things coming up. Uh, we have our, Wow, this month is blowing by. We have our pop-up shop at Bar 3 on Saturday the 26th. We'll have some cool merch and apparel. And then September 16th, our fun in the park. As always, if you have ideas for Womenness in the Wilderness, let us know. We love your feedback. We also love if you liked this podcast, which I already know you're going to, share it with someone. Give us a little review. That's how other Womenness find this podcast. That's right. Okay, well... Enjoy this conversation with the one, the only, Aaron Barker.
Hey, Womeness, and welcome. I'm Genevieve Nutting, the founder of Womeness Community and host of the Womeness Podcast. And I am so pumped you're here. My team and I have created this space for Womeness like you to feel seen, heard, and empowered. Each week, we'll launch a fresh episode with resources, stories from Womeness, and tools related to mindfulness, movement, and community. More than just a podcast, this is your weekly source of energy and connection with the many inspiring and relatable voices of Womeness. In a world where we are constantly on the go, let this be your landing space where we can slow down and come together. This is the Womeness Podcast. Okay, I feel like we all need to do lion's breath. Let's do it. To get it out of our system. Okay. 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 What's lion's breath? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you feel great? Yeah. <laughs> Can we do one more? Yeah. I love it. It's like a great thing to do for an interview or like sometimes I'll do it in class. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey guys, it's so fun. Sometimes Angela will be in my class. She goes, can we do lion's breath? (laughs) She just yells across her. I'm like, yeah, Yeah, it's fun. How are you all doing today? So good. You so good? So good. Has been a great week. You've been on vacation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was enjoying your adventures from afar. Mm -hmm. You guys are on the Oregon coast. You do that every summer. No. I haven't been in like five years. Really? Is this the first time Jace is gone? Yeah, last time I was there I was pregnant with Jace. Really? Yeah. I feel like you do this every year, but you don't. No, we usually do a couple trips though. But this Mm, one... So fun. Yeah, it was really fun to... Much different experience than being pregnant. Because I I remember I just slept most of the last time because I was just exhausted. (laughs) I think it was like late in my first trimester or my early second trimester last time I was there. So this was way more fun. The last time we were there, I he was in my belly, yeah. and it was the beginning of my third trimester, and I was in bed for one whole afternoon. Yeah. And I remember I was so excited because I thought that he had turned, and I was like, yes, he's in, he's right where we need him to be. And then we found out he was breached. I'm like, it was that day. It was that day. <laughs> it was that day. <laughs> you decided, like, nope, I actually already was head side down, and I just want to sit kumbaya style mm-hmm. on his booty. It was great. <laughs> what was your favorite part? What part of the coast? Uh, We were in Lincoln City, which is just north of Newport or Depot Bay, and uh, we got to see whales. What? Is it whale season? Is that I don't know. I don't know. I guess they run from, you could see them at any time of the year, but like we saw them. Like tails, blow spouts, like the whole thing. Like every day we watched whales. In the morning and the evening, which was so fun. So your house was right on the ocean? Right on, um, yes. Nice. I feel like you can't go to the coast unless you're on the ocean, right? I don't know. I'm an ocean person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, get me as close as I can to the water. Is Tucker an ocean person? No, Tucker is a mountain person. Okay. Yeah. We're so like, like uh, so when we were driving back, he's like, oh, look how beautiful it is through these trees and this <laughs> thick forest. And I was like, yeah, no, it's nice, but... It's not the beach. <laughs> is Jace more like water, mountain? What is he like? Jace mm-hmm. loves the water. Always has. Always has loved the water. But he also loves dirt. And I don't know if that's just being a little boy. but So he likes camping and all that stuff too. But I don't know. He definitely likes the ocean. Every day he's like, can I go in? No, it's freezing. <laughs> but he wanted to go in. Kids are so resilient that so way. So resilient. That's how our friend's little girl was, or Lauren, Lauren's little girl. We went with them to the coast, and she just was ready, and it was so cold. It's so cold so by the cold. coast, but it was so hot. 
Yeah. Like, it was almost like there was like this big sand dune, mm -hmm. and in front of it, is that like mm -hmm. where you grew up? What was it like where you grew up? No, no, I grew up in, not by the coast. Hatchapi. To Hatchapi. To Hatchapi. Yes. I saw Hatchapi. a sticker on a car today, and it was not to Hatchapi, but it sounded like to Hatchapi, and yeah. I thought of you. <laughs> I almost took a picture and sent it to you. You should have. Yeah, yeah. to Hatchapi is like mid middle of California. You know, Mountains. Yeah, Tatchby Mountains. It's at the very southern end of the Sierra Nevadas. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sounds lovely. Hmm. Well, it's no. something. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's lovely, but it's, it's something. something. <laughs> I mean, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but mm. it's high desert. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Okay, I've been wanting to ask you. I don't know. I feel like we've just been like running in all these different circles and I haven't actually sat down with you. And I feel like I'm just realizing like I get a look at you in the eyeballs. Tell me a win from your week and a tire pump. Oh, man. Okay, my win for the week was being in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, understandable. I feel like that is, I actually took rest this week. Like I did yoga. Mm. I read a book in its entirety. <laughs> in like two days and I am not someone who easily just rests. I'm not a rester. And so it was, you know, kind of that opportunity to just slow down. So I feel like that was a huge win. And I feel like my body really needed it. Yeah. So it was like a, whew, okay, back to center and back to, and plus the ocean just feels like, just heals you in general. Mm -hmm. So then having that coupled with that, you know, the smoothness of the water and the night waves rushing in and you know, all that good stuff. And then plus like taking the rest was a great win. And my tire pump is you guys for doing this podcast. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Tires were feeling it's a little so deflated. Good. I needed a little pump in my tire. It's so good. Every time I'm like, oh, that was really good. And oh. so I'm really excited to be here. Yay. Well, it's so great to have you. I know we've been just, your name has come up a few times in, in wanting to have you as a guest. And you're just, you're someone who, you know, you and I run in the same circle with Cycle Bar. <laughs> And you've been helping us so much with Womenness, and I think it's just, it's helpful for our community to see, you know, a little bit of the personality behind the faces. Um, and when you said something about how, like, you just needed, your body needed this rest, I feel like words could not be more true because you do so much. Um, I'm not even going to try to summarize it. So do you want to tell, uh, we're in an elevator with our community for 30 seconds, 30 seconds. What would you tell our community about what you do? Oh my gosh. I would tell them I am a wife, a mother, a fitness professional. I work in HR for my professional world. I live for empowering women, mm -hmm. which is how I got involved with women us. And uh, I'm a yes friend. So if there's something going on, I am probably the person that's going to say yes mm -hmm. to it. Uh, so I would say those are, that would sum me up in a, in a nutshell. That was less than 30 seconds. No, I'm impressed. <laughs> What's something you want to say yes to? Oh, things that bring me more joy. Yeah. Is there something like specific on your list that you want to say Being yes to? Being on this podcast? Okay, yes. <laughs> yes and yes. Let's just make it like, oh, oh, pro right so now. I always you deserve it. I've always <laughs> You're on the podcast. You're on the podcast. How's your funny bone? It just did not feel good. We just get so excited in this I space. Did. We need a so room where we can like, yeah, spread and, and flail. Right no, now, my kitchen counter. Telling Katie, I've always wanted to be on a podcast. I love to talk, yeah. so, so I'm like, maybe, maybe what I have to say could be interesting. I don't know. I think it's interesting or funny or you know, yeah. 
No, or maybe not, and I think it would just be a great experience, so here we are. It is interesting wow. in our jobs, when you're mic'd up, mm-hmm. you don't, I mean, you get feedback from people Yeah. in the sense of, like, you can kind of see them, the lights are so bright sometimes, you don't really know, but you do, you're like, I'm just going to keep going and hope that they think that I'm either motivating or funny or they, like, totally. want to be here. And then your numbers kind of tell you the next week. You're like, okay, you came back. <laughs> you, came, you came back. <laughs> something I said must have stuck. <laughs> what's something then, since you are the yes person, what's something that you want to say no to? Oh, things that drain my energy. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, on different days looks like different things. I think learning how to set boundaries, I think, as I've gotten older, has been a really great thing to practice and I say it as a practice because it's not something that you know one day you can say no to something and then the next day you're like actually I've got energy for that today or I have the space in my life for that or I'm in the season that I can say yes to that and so I think it's just saying no that when I feel it kind of in my center that I'm like ooh, this is causing me to feel something in my body which Mm -hmm. I think I've just gotten better at kind of listening to that just kind of leaning in and saying you know that might not be the right time for me right now or Mm -hmm. that might not be the right thing for me right now so it kind of just depends on the day or the week. It's so interesting. I feel like this has come up as a theme with our team and a, a line of some sort of this, like that you can do anything, you can't do everything. Or um, I like what Jasmine's therapist had said, like you can do anything, but maybe this wasn't for you. I feel like you do so much, but what I have learned about you, because you have been really intentional. I Mm -hmm. see this as like a friend from you. I see this as like when we're working on the same team together, you're so intentional of what you commit to and you really like think very purposefully about it. For someone who, you know, they are trying to identify how do I separate my yeses and my noes and really identify like what is for me. Like when you think about your energy, how how do you how does that work for you? Oh, that is such a great question. I think a few things. The I think the first thing is kind of what is my gut reaction to the thing, right? So I think that our intuition is there for a reason. And so when something comes to me, I kind of check that gut first. Like, how did that make me feel immediately? Like was it something that I'm like, oh, I have to do this? Mm. Or was it something I'm like Ooh, that made me feel yucky for a second. Or, like or I'm like, oh, I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to do that. Kind of that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like measure that gut check first to just get a gauge like where am I at if right in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of sit in it for a few, you know, however much time I have to decide if it's a few minutes or hours or days. Sometimes it's weeks. You have kind of that sitting in it. And I think, okay, let me, let me lay this out. Like if this is something that gave me that initial, like, yes, I really want to do this. Then I really start to look logistically. Is this something that I can invest into? Because Mm -hmm. I think anybody who knows me is when I say yes to something, I'm going to commit to it. And that sometimes is going to cause coming to the expense of saying no to something else. Mm -hmm. And so you have to kind of weigh that, okay, if I lean into this now, or if this picks up now, then what, what do I need to be willing to let go of? And that's been hard for me because I think as you get more demands in your life, I don't know, everything feels, I just heard this great analogy today, everything feels like it's a glass ball. Mm -hmm. And if you let something go, then that glass ball is going to shatter. But like Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to let some glass ball shatter because that's not the ball you need to be carrying. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I use a gut check first and then I logistically look at, you know, can I do this? So am I ready? Am I willing? Am I able? Do I have Mm -hmm. the capacity for it? And then, then I look at my 
people around me? How does this kind of impact them or their world? Like, is this something that I need to bring in other people? Is this something that I can just manage independently? And if it does impact other people, then I have to be, I have to be okay with what their capacity yeah. is too. So I would say that's how I start that venture of saying yes or saying no to something mm-hmm. kind of right off the bat. But usually I use that gut as like, if it's important for me, then my body's always like, yeah, mm. let's do that. Or let's, we got to figure this one out or, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. So I don't know. I feel like you answered the second part of that. Cause I was going to ask you for those people who are like, yes, queens and mm. just want to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can't say yes to everything, but you gave such a great like thought process of what, when you do feel the gut reaction, you pulled towards something you know, kind of how you sit down and analyze, like, do I have the capacity? How does this mm-hmm. affect others? Realistically, what does this look like? Katie, I feel like you do a really, we've talked about this where you have said you're so protective of your energy and mm-hmm. what you say yes to. Like, yeah. how do you identify your yeses? I was, you know, I was just thinking about this last night on my walk and it, um, I'm a no person. <laughs> and I really, I feel like I have to actually get better about that because why am I saying no? I'm mm. so protective of what my energy is, but I've been thinking about, um, I, I don't really wanna, I, it's about the Enneagram, and I really <laughs> wanna talk, we're having the yeah. Enneagram yes. lady come so on. Excited. Oh, you're so excited. so fun. I, I love Enneagrams. Yes, we're so excited. And so one of the things that I've identified about myself is I have a hard time, and this is part of the Enneagram, but we won't go deep into that because we'll hold off on that, But is with my number, the nine, I'm doing doing repressed. So I was thinking about this yesterday that I I don't, if I don't have that, like if it's not a, what do they say? This phrase is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And that is not true for me at all. It's like, if it's not a hell yes, that gives me this excuse almost mm, with huh. my like my doing repressed to be mm. like oh I can ha- I know I don't have to do that mm-hmm. instead of looking deeper as to like why why don't you want to do that are you protecting your energy too much are you sure. just not showing up why aren't you showing up mm. Um, mm. and I think that I've I you uh, humans can just get lazy or get into this pattern of not showing up and not challenging themselves to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to do the thing. So that's actually something that I'm trying to work on is saying yes to more things, actually filling my calendar with more things, and it's giving me more energy, more life. Like, it, yeah. I loved what you said that people get in this pattern of, you know, laziness or complacency or, complacency. you know, kind of, yeah, complacency is probably mm-hmm. not necessarily laziness, but they're just protective of their, like, ooh, what if that takes too much of my energy? And I feel like, I live in a growth mindset. Like I am constantly like, what is the next thing that's going to teach me something? Or what is the, so like, that's probably why I'm a guest person. So I'm like, I'm going to learn something from this next thing, or this is going to challenge me to think differently Mm -hmm. or to be differently. And you know, that's, I love that perspective of just, I I hadn't thought about the reverse of being like, I'm a no person. It's because I'm so protective, Mm -hmm. which I think is also a really valuable Mm -hmm. trait. It is valuable. I I think, because you can have, you mm-hmm. learn to have these boundaries, but also it can, I can be so protective of my energy then that I will end up like not doing anything for a whole day mm-hmm. because I just want, I, I'm just like so, again, yeah, just so protective. It. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to interrupt my peace or my flow. Mm. And it's like, but wait, 
What have you accomplished? What have you learned today? How have you stepped out of your comfort zone? You know, like those, mm-hmm. I really have to be intentional about, I'm learning to be more intentional mm-hmm. about what I'm saying no to and why am I saying no to it, so. I love that having a questioning attitude. Mm-hmm. Getting That's curious, so getting curious about yeah why you do, do mm-hmm. the things that you do. Mm-hmm. I should probably move more to questioning. <laughs> well, then also like ego comes into it. If totally. you're a big yes person mm. or maybe even a no person, what is, is it your gut or is it ego? Are totally. you like trying to prove something prove to something. the outside world? Totally. Show up in that a way imposter that syndrome. Yeah, impresses totally. people. Totally, or impresses yourself. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So are you someone then who, and I want to ask both of you guys mm-hmm. this, when you are like, on a cliff, or even like a big rock. I don't know, sometimes a cliff jumping can feel so intimidating. Uh-huh. Are you someone who's more like, check with the gut, and if the gut's like, uh, okay, let's go do this, you just run and do it, or are you someone who's like, okay, uh, let's analyze this, let's see how deep it is, has anyone done it first, I'm gonna take all the logistics into it, or are you someone who's like, hell no, I'm not even gonna jump off that. Oh. I'm someone who will listen to my gut and jump off of it but then I will get if I start getting overwhelmed or uncomfortable with what's going on I think we've talked about this a little bit I tend to slink back and if my comfort is being um, questioned or challenged I always will lean into my like being more comfortable though but I think that I think it's like it's an excuse it's like I think Again, so challenging where we're comfortable is really what makes us grow as humans. Yeah. That I'm so protective of that comfort zone yeah. that I will, I'll like quit something. And then I will make, I'll be like, well, it wasn't a hell yes. So I'm good universe. And it's really like, well, are you, or are you just, you just, you know. Yeah. Are you waiting for the water to get warmed up? And, yeah, and exactly. Oh, funny. Are you a cliff jumper? Have you, do you cliff jump? I feel no. Like you guys are always oh gosh. no. Okay. I'm such a scaredy cat. Mm. I always like try to present myself because I have three brothers and mm. I was a tomboy. Like I, mm. I think that I'm kind of a badass. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, I'm so shaking in my boots. Really? Oh, shaking yeah. and quaking. That's right. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. gosh, I love getting to know you. Do I say this all the time? <laughs> me too. I love this for me. Yes. Um, I would say. I am cautious on the surface. Like, I definitely will be like, well, let me look at the stats on this. Who's done it? Who's, did they survive? You know, yeah, I'm, I'm really okay. checking. I'm like, how deep is it? Can I make that jump? You know, <laughs> but I will say that once I make the decision, you're in one You're or the other. In. I'm either jumping off the cliff or I'm like, no, this is a death yeah. sentence. You know, like it is an all or none for me. Like, yeah. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a hell yes or a hell no. Yeah. Um, but I definitely will do my due diligence mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And then I stick with whatever I trust but I will say that something I have learned is that um, especially as I've gotten older is I'm not afraid to change my mind which ooh, that is a that's, that's such a powerful hard. thing it's to a, learn but it's such a powerful thing and I, I it's always my hope that more people would learn to change their mind like if you have better information or new information like challenge your thinking and yeah. question it and really know why mm-hmm. you I don't know, believe in something or think something or feel a certain way because yeah. when we know better, we should do better. Right? right? That's I such do, yeah. a powerful sentiment of get new information, 
and take a different course, right? Like maps have gotten better. Could you imagine if we were still using MapQuest like circa 2000? Printing out paper. We're going to print this out and, oh, it looks like that's a dead end on the... No, you would be like, oh, I have a new map. And actually yes. that bridge goes through. Yeah. And, you know, you'd use a new map. So, like, why would, we, why would we not do that with other information in our lives? I think that really ties mm-hmm. back into our ego. Like, once you make a decision, oh, yeah. we're often just, like, don't want to lose faith face in front of people. Yeah. So we just stay the course. I'm, I'm not like that, and I'm, like, pretty quick to be like, oh, this just isn't for me yeah. anymore. Yeah, people are afraid to be wrong. Yeah, and or I, just, like, like maybe going to school. Like, I started school. I was going to be a nurse. Like, I went, I had a degree, and then I started going back to school for mm-hmm. nursing and, like, did all my pre- prereqs mm-hmm. and then was like, this isn't what I want. Mm-hmm. And there was that fork in the road like do I keep mm-hmm. going just to save face or do I just bow out hold the mm-hmm. yeah what's that thing the eject yeah the eject, the eject. Yeah. 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 All out. yeah I think it's like people are we're afraid to be wrong mm-hmm. we're afraid to start over and I think we're also afraid of being still and like totally. having to pause mm-hmm. and you know I think we do this in relationships we do this in jobs yep you know I know I was a serial dater until I met my husband, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the one. But yeah. I think oftentimes, though, yes. you're just going from one comfort relationship to the next, or as jobs, like you're just going from one job to the next. Yep. Like we're afraid to be in a position where like, we don't know what's next and where we have to sit with our feelings mm-hmm. and really sit oh. with your gut, sit with the facts. Yeah. You know, get to know yourself. Like, how, what do you think you've learned about yourself in the last five years? Oh, in what capacity? so many things like becoming a mother I think you for me that that like rocked my world mm-hmm. a little bit you know I mm-hmm. think that it makes you question who you are mm-hmm. because now all of a sudden you're like like who am I what do I stand for yeah. what, what do I mean um so in what capacity well I think that right there like go further because I know like on that standpoint from the mother yeah. I was even thinking about this and like I give less fucks. Oh, for sure. Like, because I, my energy, talking about energy, like, yes. you only, if you're to think about your cup of energy, yep. I think that you can fill that cup, like, what do they say? Energy can't be created or destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we all have a certain amount of energy, yep. and you can definitely get depleted, you can get recharged, but then you also have so much energy to give to certain things. And I know that's been the big thing for me, is, like, to go into survival. Yeah. There are things I just, I really can't care about. My, Katie Ash is like, what do you call this area in your house? I'm like, the shit area. Like, you just leave <laughs> the, the shit there. The place stuff. <laughs> Whereas before, I was someone's like, everything has, has to a have place. a home. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, go more like, like yeah. what you've gotten to know yourself. Like, what it, what is it about you as a mom where you've really got, had been challenged as to like your identity or who you are? I think I learned that, or maybe just... I, maybe it's something you've kind of always known but really like owned it is that I am the expert in my own life and although mm-hmm. the, there's I, I read and I listen to podcasts and I'm always learning I'm like teach me new things but at the end of the day like all of that information is information and, and it's really like I need to trust that I am the expert in my life and I, I know what's best for me in the moment that you know 
sometimes I feel like other people from the outside looking in, especially being someone who's super busy, who's really active in a lot of things, who volunteers and does all this stuff, like people are like, I don't know how you have much time for that. And I can't believe you're doing another workout. Or, you know, like people start to question those things. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not you. And what mm -hmm. works for you is not what I need because I operate in a di at a different energy level than you do. And mm -hmm. so to you, it seems overwhelming. But to me, this keeps me sane or this mm -hmm. makes me feel the most normal or the most connected to myself or, you know, whatever, whatever reason. So I, I think that like over the last five years, I've really learned that people are going to have opinions about what they think is best for you. And at some point I had to be like, Hey, I hear your opinion. Thank you for sharing it. Or please keep it to yourself. And mm -hmm. please trust that I'm the expert of my own life. And I'll let you know when I'm not, mm -hmm. you know, and I may not know what I need, or I may not know what is right for me in this moment, but I still know that what I know is right for me is still not what you think is right mm -hmm. for me, you know? And yeah. that, I feel like that's that's like a powerful thing to step into of like really trusting that you're the expert of your own life. We have such an abundance of resources and mm -hmm. access to information mm -hmm. and we get to see what other people are doing. Totally. And it's such a fine line between being like inspired and influenced and then yes. feeling like you are comparing your life to theirs. Yes. And I just it, it's interesting to me because I think on these podcasts, sometimes mm -hmm. you'll hear what someone says. You're like, okay, to be like them, I yeah. have to do this. I have to do this. Yeah. But it's like gather all your information yeah. and identify like, what works what works for mm -hmm. me and what do I want to try. Don't change everything at once. I know totally. you are a health coach mm -hmm. and you talk a lot about habits. Mm -hmm. Tell me why did you want to get into that? I just believe that people are experts in their own life. Mm -hmm. right? So like that. everyone has the power to change everyone does and I, I think I love health coaching so much because it's not based on what somebody else can give you it's about what you identify is right for you mm -hmm. and it's you identifying your own barriers so like I'm not making a plan for somebody as a health coach totally. I'm listening to them I'm hearing their story and I'm kind of sifting through the mess that maybe you know, someone who's not a health coach and not trained mm -hmm. can't see like, well, that was a time you were successful. Tell me more about what made you successful. And you're identifying those small things behind that success to help them continue that success mm -hmm. or identifying those barriers and you're saying, okay, well, what are some strategies we can say so that barrier is not a reality for you, you know? And so you're kind of sifting through the noise. And so I think, I don't know, I think I like health coaching because it's almost like you're teaching people to trust themselves and to lean in in their strengths and challenge their you know barriers a little differently and just remind them that they're capable they're so capable people are mm. so capable of it but people think they got to do everything once and mm. I think that you know that's where people get paralyzed almost yeah. of what are some barriers you've had to shift through to trust you oh like every day yeah <laughs> Well, I think being in the fitness industry, I mean, you're naturally prone to, for sure, the body dysmorphia is huge, especially coming from, like, I was an athlete, and then being a fitness professional, and then growing a human, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I was put on bed rest in my pregnancy, so I lost a lot of muscle mass, and that was really hard for me to, like, and it's still hard, like, I still have body dysmorphia, like, I look in the mirror, and I'm like, I see every insecurity like, I don't want to wear certain things because I'm, you know, I fear that they don't look good on me or, you know, my body would look this way. And 
And then I think sometimes, you know, like wearing shorts, like biker shorts, like I was like, those look so cute on everybody else. But if I wear that, then everyone's going to see the cellulite on the back of my legs and I'm going to be just another person. And then I'm like, wait, Erin, that's stupid. <laughs> that's that's a, a thought that, what? How are you supposed to say that you're inspiring others if you if you can't put on the shorts, right? If you can't wear the swimsuit. I think that's why you inspire oh, others though, it's right? So hard. I think that's that that why. So right? That like we think <laughs> about that. Oh, I put on these. Yeah. It's kind of I told I told people in my class this. I want to go back to what you're saying because yeah. I think this is haha so yeah. relatable. Sorry. I don't think there's one person listening to this right no. now that does not have a doubt or hesitation about their body. Oh, for sure. And if they're having one of those days where like like no damn I girl, good. I feel good. Like oh my gosh, cherish this day, live full yeah. in this day, journal about this day. He's like celebrate the day, baby. But there is there will be a day. Like we've all had a day where like. Dang, mm-hmm. you Katie, we're on a call. Look at my muscles. <laughs> like, That's Katie girl. But I think yeah. it's interesting because we've all gone through this. And I yes. think in some sense we all have body dysmorphia or some sort of image dysmorphia. For sure. Where we see ourselves differently. Mm-hmm. But also, who cares how who people cares? see you? Yes. Like, I could tell you, like, oh my gosh, you are the most fit, mm-hmm. beautiful, lovely, vibrant human in the world. But if you don't believe it, it means shit. Totally. So it's interesting because I did feel like. I told them in my class the other day, someone was saying, oh, I think I was wearing something super bright. Mm. And I just have gotten into this place where I'm like, you put on the outfit. You wear the outfit. And you wear it. You look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I mean, obviously, if you don't sure. feel good, it, don't, don't, you know, yeah. like the throw, there was one day I did go to class with puke, like uh, spit <laughs> up on me. And I was like, this is just all that I have to wear. It's what I'm going to wear. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but I just didn't have like the, it just took more energy yeah. to try to find something that I felt good in mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. I do think sometimes you just need to put on something that the booger outfit, mm-hmm. the lime green sparkly booger outfit. You put it on in the mirror I, and you're like, I feel like I'm crushing it and you leave. And you leave. It's when you start to doubt yourself, mm-hmm. you know, that that holds you back. So wait, go more into this. You think that that's what, if you need to be this leader uh, and yes. inspire others, you can't be doubting yourself. Like uh, where does that frame of thought come from? Oh gosh. I don't know. I think that, you know, part of it is, you know, being in the position that I'm in where I design wellness programs for the largest employer in the state of Idaho, like 16,500 plus people. So people are looking to me as, oh, you're someone who does this. And then, you know, being in the fitness community and teaching spin classes, you're like people, like you're on a podium and people are looking at you and they're Mm -hmm. judging you. So I think there's sort of this like unspoken expectation of, oh, you're a person who doesn't ever have these thoughts. You're a person who wears the outfits and looks fantastic. And you're the person who's never had to lose weight. Like, but what they don't see is behind all that is like, you know, we're just regular people. Like I lost 60 pounds after I had Jace and I worked really hard to lose that 60 pounds. And like, I don't know, like just even the 10 pounds, like the 10 pounds that you're like, I want to lose that 10 pounds. Like I've worked for the 10 pounds that I lost. And so like, if you have these thoughts that you see people in this industry and you're like, they're totally normal, they can wear anything. And they're like, no, they look in the mirror and they see everything wrong Mm -hmm. with their bodies too. But you have this like expectation and you're like, you can't have these thoughts. And then though, what we do, like, like if you were to say, I don't want to wear these bike shorts because people are going to see the cellulite. And you say that to a girlfriend, she's like, oh, no, don't say that about yourself. You're beautiful. But how can we like shift that conversation? Like still validate your feelings. Yeah, validate that. And like, 
We all, like, I was just thinking about that photo shoot we had. Yeah. Our yes. team in the studio. Yes. And it was so fun. We all showed up oh, so confident. We but we also all showed up with our insecurities. Yeah. And yes. we didn't talk about those things. Mm-hmm. But just having yeah. this conversation, I'm like, all those insecurities were there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my point is. It's just, we'll find we all like have both it. Of it. Where it's yeah. like, it's not top... Uh, I'm not gonna say it's toxic positivity, mm. but identifying like it's okay for you to have doubts about yourself, and it's okay yeah. for you to, you know, that's human. Yeah, you know, and holding space for like I know like with my body changing, that was something where our therapist, you know, she's like, well, what are you doing? You know, I body dysmorphia and having a hard time, and mm-hmm. are you having like eating disorders yeah. in the past, yeah. and and exercise disorder, and like. Yeah. So going into like, so what are you doing then? Yeah. Go, well, I work out with my son and I talk to myself positively in the mirror. And I'm like, you go girl, you're doing awesome. She's like, and then what happens when you still get back to that space where you are like mourning yeah. this body that you're, yeah. you've lost or like this body that you're growing into. I'm like, I just pump myself up again. She goes, but at some point you need to sit with those feelings right. totally. and like, identify and heal with it you know and so that was really hard for me I was like no that's not I just need to keep my affirmations you know like go growing myself (laughs) but I think it's important you know to see both sides of that in preparing for this podcast you know when you sent out the form you're like I'm going to ask you about what you want to see from the future of women Mm -hmm. or what's you know what's something that we want to give the next generation and like I hope that one day I live in a place where like what we consider normal like it just I actually love the new generation. Like, you go places yeah. and everyone's wearing whatever they want. It's like, there's the zero thing. dress code anywhere. And I'm like, oh I don't my even gosh. know what's in style Who? anymore. Like, the white pants? That's not even a thing. Like, people wear white pants anytime they yeah. want to. Like, remember growing up, you're like, you know, white pants after labor. And you're like, well, I like white pants, so I'm going to wear those. Yeah. But that doesn't exist anymore. Like, walking That's through cool. a high school, there's literally, like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the kids want to wear. On every, it's yes, on thing. And so, so cool. yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like the the future generation of women is, I, I, I want women to get to 30, 35, 40 and be like, oh yeah, like there's all different kinds of bodies. Like there's no such thing as like a normal body or a yeah. perfect body or a non-cellulite body or, you know, I listened to this podcast and she was like, yeah, there are fat bodies. There are bodies with cellulite. There are, bo-, and I was like, I love that sentiment. Like, like fat isn't bad. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, it's just a body. It's just a body, you know. And so, like, my hope for the future generation is that this, that that we experience, that we feel so heavily, right? Because we're the generation that's trying to change it. The, my kid's watching me, and I don't want my kid to see that I had Mm -hmm. that thought today in the mirror. I want, like, especially my friends that have little girls. Yeah. They never want... Like in front of them, like if you're wearing a swimsuit in front of my daughter, you don't ever say anything about how you look fat in that swimsuit or how you don't feel good in that swimsuit. You're gonna be like, I love this swimsuit on my body. I look so fantastic because they're trying to raise the next generation of girls to be like, I love my body and I love the way I feel in this swimsuit and I love the way you know it's more based on feeling and looks. And I'm like, that's my hope. Is that it's just we don't even have to have the conversation anymore because mm-hmm. it can just be normal that the people just are yeah. different. Yeah, and that's gonna be yeah. okay. And you talking about our okay. insecurities with people, and I think yeah. that, especially as women, we're afraid to talk about our insecurities. Totally. It's almost like, oh gosh, I've just given oh you gosh. a weapon to use against me. Like yes. you know my insecurities. And it's like, well, no. How do we create a space where women can comfortably talk about their insecurities and talk about their wins without feeling like, like they're throwing ego. the space? Like totally. That you can. I remember when I got a new car, I was like, don't talk about it to anybody. <laughs> You know, because you don't want to... But you're also so like, I was like, I got a new car. <laughs> you know, and you're so excited. I but then you also, like, 
when people are having a good time yeah. and you're having a hard day, you're like, don't talk about how freaking hard my yeah. pregnancy's been, you know? Or like, yes. hard to be a mom, like, not gonna damper this party. You're like, I can't tell anybody how I've never slept in months yeah. and I hate everyone. You're like, <laughs> yeah. no, can't say that, don't say that. I feel like that's like, I just would love some more space for honest conversations, yes. which I really do think. <laughs> Yeah, and I I think that that's the other thing is I feel so lucky in the circles that I run in. I'm so grateful and so blessed because I feel like, for the most part, I really feel like I show up authentically, maybe too authentic. I'm like, boy, Erin, you got to tone it down. Like sometimes you got to save a little something, you know. But because I feel like I could say that, and my girlfriends be like, oh yeah. Yeah, cellulite in the bike shorts is so hard, Erin. I totally get why you didn't wear those. You know, and they would just like yeah. accept it and be like, moving yeah. on. They're like, but I really like the outfit you chose today. It looks great on you. You know, yeah. moving on. Like, they wouldn't even question, you know, anything. They would totally validate it and say, or they, you know, it would have been a validating, yeah, I can see why you feel that way. Also, your legs are fire and they would look great in the bike shorts. So, whatever you feel great in, like, they trust that I yeah. made the best decision for me. And I just, I, that's the other thing. I want all the future generation of women is to have those circles where they can yeah. be with their groups of people and they feel like they can show up authentically as themselves and be accepted. So I think that's what we're all looking for. Yeah. Right? Is I can show up and be a little crazy or be a little sleep deprived or yeah. be a little insecure. And my friends are going to be like, Hey, we're so glad you're here. Yeah. You're going to bring something great to this. this or event. me too. Like, yeah, me too. too. Me too. I understand. Yeah. I'm not going to try to one-up you. I'm just going to no. say, like, I validate what you're I saying. See I see you. I you. hear you. And there's yeah. hope. Just hang in there, sister. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I feel like you are such a bubbly, outgoing, <sighs> brave, courageous woman. What is the biggest misconception you think people have about you? Oh, I think that people don't think that I'm intelligent. Really? Yeah. I know. That's Wait, so weird. Maybe people? more in my professional life. Okay. <laughs> in my professional life. Um, because I feel like... At work, I'm totally a woo girl, right? I am a seven. Yeah. I am an Enneagram seven. Okay. I'm absolutely, my, my number one characteristic is woo, right? Yes. <laughs> Did your mind just go to what a seven is? At all? Yeah, yeah, I can tell. Like seven, yeah, yeah, right. is like <laughs> communing. Is <laughs> <laughs> a woo. And I think sometimes when you are around people like that, especially like being blonde, they're like, oh, you're just like ditzy cute blonde. You don't really, you don't really know what you're talking about. You probably don't know how to read. you're you so <laughs> smart. I feel like whenever we have a conversation, you're like, well, I read this article and according to the findings, yeah. if you have a stat, you can source it like, or cite it. I yeah. feel like you're so smart. Yeah, yeah. I have never once I thought that you're never once. <laughs> oh, no. that makes me feel good because I try really hard. But I think sometimes, like, because I give a lot of presentations at my at my um, at my job, and I feel like sometimes people will bring me in because they're like, "Oh, Erin's just so fun, and she's just so cute and sweet," you know. And then, and then it like takes them. I'll never forget my dad. My dad's gonna die when he hears this. My dad told me one time. He goes. He goes, baby, I'm so excited for you, you know, graduating college and everything. He's like, he's like, just, uh, he goes, just, he's like, sometimes you say things and, and people will be like, really? She's got a master's degree? Nah, that can't be right. He goes, and then you'll be like, no, no, like, I, I really am that intelligent. He goes, and then they look at you again and they're like, no, she's not that smart. And I'm like, dad, we have to, unru-. you know, so my own dad was like, oh. People see you, and they're not going to think you're smart. Mm, wow. And so I think probably that's where a lot of the go, go, go came from. So I'm like, I'm going to prove to everybody yes. that I'm the smartest person in this room, which is why I read so wow. much and memorize things. But 
It's, that's funny because that says yeah. it, like it says more about your dad's mindset yeah. about the world. Yeah, totally, and, totally. Oh, yeah. Which is so funny. I mean, that was years ago. Yeah. I'm sure you wouldn't yeah. say that now. But you know, it's just so funny that I think people misconstrue that like, oh, you're just another fitness professional. Oh, you're just a cute blonde, you know. And they don't really think like. But sometimes I have to remind people like, hey, I have like multiple degrees and certifications. Like I'm actually a professional. And if you actually want to know what's mm-hmm. happening, like I'm happy to help. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in anything, but I'm curious. I'm learning all the time. And that conversation will learn something else. And I think sometimes when you talk to people, then you can articulate, you know, and people are surprised, I think, by how well I can articulate thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, I'm not surprised know. by it, but you are very good at articulating oh. thoughts. Well, and like thanks. Condensing an idea mm. into digestible words. That is the nicest compliment. Did oh. you know communication's on my top five, too? <laughs> <laughs> What's your love language? Um, probably, probably words of affirmation. I say, oh, words of affirmation. Words, and I love acts of service. <gasps> yes, I can like, totally see that. Like, I mean, just... Like normal things that you know people do all the time. I'm like, oh, they went out of their way. Oh. They showed me their love. You are a big act of service too. I remember you brought yes. me flowers to work one day, and I'm like, it was the, and it just stuck with me. Like you are just such. I I like to show my love language. I'm like, look at all the stuff I did for you. And people that don't receive love that way, I'm like, but look at all the stuff I did yes. for you. You know, yes. like this is me showing my love for you. Yes. What are you? Um. <laughs> I like quality time, yeah. acts of service, and I like words of affirmation. Yeah, I kind of like it all. <laughs> I just love the love. I just love love. I'm not a big like gifts. I like to give gifts. Yeah. I think give receiving gifts. It, it, I like the gift of time though. Like time. if someone's like or yeah. a gift of experience. Like I, somebody once said that like. Even like getting new clothes and stuff. Like I love to shop and get new things. You like to give yourself gifts. I love to give myself That's gifts. That's the thing. I like to give myself gifts. <laughs> but I like but not assuming yeah. from others. Like I don't yeah. feel like I want them from other people. Yeah, I have a hard yeah. time accepting gifts from other people. Totally. I also have a hard time accepting words of affirmation, but I do mm. like them. But I love them. We had to do that on our therapy call yesterday. Mm. And she's like, okay, Luke, tell Genevieve a memory that you have of her. Um, I don't know. I was like thinking highly and I was like, you're like, I'm going to be sick. I like blacked out for a second. I was like, I don't know. I'm sweating. I'm like, what did you say? I think we was talking about the height. But yeah, it is. It's interesting. Yeah. No, you like curl up and you're like, oh God, please stop saying nice things about me. I'm so <laughs> like, tell me more, but also, but also, yeah. You're like, but also I need to hear those things. Please tell me yes. those things. Yes. Gosh, that's another thing. We need to get better at. Are you, how, you, what's your love language? I, um, I think words of affirmation and then time spent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that for you. Yeah. But not too much time. Oh, not too I also <laughs> want to protect my energy. <laughs> There's Gosh. a limit. <laughs> I just love getting to know our team know. better through these. It's just okay. What I was thinking of though, we need another photo shoot on the calendar because oh, yeah, that was it. so yeah. cool. It was so cool. And I was pregnant in that, but I don't oh, yeah. think anyone knew. Well, our team knew. But I hadn't like oh. announced the public public. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I felt like I was kind of trying to hide it. And then when I look at the picture, I'm like, wait, no, no, no I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I was, you like, was deep. Pregnant. I was deep yeah. into it. But yeah. I don't know how You're wearing a Winnie the Pooh shirt. shirt. Yeah, I had a Winnie the Pooh shirt. I had my belly out. <laughs> yeah, I think we should do an outdoor shoot. Okay. Let's you do know, it. somewhere. In the wilderness? Yeah. Oh. Yes, in the full moon. Charge it up. Just charge up our bots. Full moon. Can you shoot in the full moon? 
Is that something that you? I'm sure we could let's figure it out. Yeah, I mean, they what might look cool. Sure like like some for wilderness and wilderness. we can do some nighttime. Like, I don't know. Oh my gosh, we need okay. We need a brainstorm. Yeah, and we can. <laughs> uh, Play out the scene from the proposal. Yes. yes. That's, oh, okay. Please. Okay, that let's or do from it. Um, Practical Magic. Wait, what is that? Put the lime in the cooking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, they're like is... dancing outside. That's a. There is something. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take it to that level. There's something. There's something about being naked in the wilderness. Oh yeah. I remember Angelie and I. When <laughs> we were training for a bike trip. It was STP. And so we were trying to go for a long bike ride, and all of a sudden there was just this field in the middle of nowhere. She goes, do you want to go take a picture, like, just naked, we <laughs> out in the field? And we did. I love Just that. with our butt cheeks. Yeah, know, I don't know Angelie that I, well, but that's, I, that's I like, right on point, I feel. So you well. would love Angelie. You would love Anne. She's wild. And ever since then, we tried to make it a tradition every year. Uh-huh. So the ornament that year she gave me for Christmas was of our little... Like a little butt. She's oh. in the field. It was, we're, like, in a ditch, though, trying to, like... <laughs> Like off the bike shorts, and these are like, like legit lycra bike, bike shorts that are like <laughs> melted to your oh. body. And then these guys rode by us, yeah, like, what's up? Anyway, it's very <laughs> liberating yeah. like, to just feel like this is my body. Ooh, speaking yeah. of body image and yes. Angelique, body image, body yeah. image and Angelique. Um, after I so postpartum yes, version yeah. of me, after I had lost quite a bit of weight, and was like okay, I'm finally getting to a place where I don't hate looking in the mirror every day because I think after you have a kid that you kind of go through a phase of that at some point. And I came into the studio and Anjali came up to me and she like took her hands on both sides of my body and she like rubbed my whole body down. She like from the sides, you know, like like the silhouette version. She's like, babe, I love your postpartum body. And then she just walked away. (laughs) She was like, I think she like, you know, she's like, She's like, you're just, the, you're the hips, the way. She's like, you got it. And then she just like left it. And I remember yeah. being, you know, yeah. sensitive and vulnerable totally. and feeling like so yeah. horrible with my body. And and that was a time when people still commented on bodies, you know, and yes. now that's yeah. like gone away. And she did not mean anything. Like no, but I remember like being like, love. I hated my body so much. And that was like the first time that I felt like, Oh, your postpartum body is sexy and yeah. beautiful. And Aww. she did not know. I don't even know if she still knows. Like, she how powerful that was for me to, like, reframe that, like, oh, you still have a sexy body. And it looks different, but it's still beautiful. And that was, like, the turning point, I think, for me to, like, come out of that funk of, you know, accepting my mm-hmm. my new postpartum body. So, Shout out to Angelie. Yes, you know, just having naked naked photo shoots in the fields and rubbing people's most hard bodies and making them feel beautiful. But you would love her. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we'll have her on the pod. Yeah, yeah, you would. She's wild. She is wild. wild. Her story is wild. She's so loving. Yeah. Okay, I feel like this is a really good transition to play this little game of Would You Rather dilemmas. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Let's go. Do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Yes. I like that. What energy. do I do? Grab both? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then here you go. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Oh, and you wow. can do two redraws where you can choose one that you get to put back. Okay. 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 Would you, do you want me to go first? Is that yeah. what you decided? Okay. Would you rather have bowling balls for hands <laughs> or be invisible to everyone forever? Oh! Oh! And what is the one thing everyone needs is to be seen. Yeah. I want to re- I want to re- redraw that one. 
the scene forever. Yeah. Or Invisible forever. The bowling balls are still on the table. The bowling balls are still on the table. <laughs> oh, this is great. Have bowling balls for hands or have no TV or internet? Oh. No TV or internet. I for feel me. like that might be a gift. Yeah, that would yeah. be a gift for sure. I sometimes dream about being like back on the prairie. Little house on the, the prairie. prairie. You mean the 90s? <laughs> oh, no, the like prairie. the 1800s. Don't <laughs> think that was perhaps. And John? Is John the dad? What was John? What was pa. 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 Uh, Charles. Charles. <laughs> and Laura. Laura was his daughter. Caroline was the mom. Oh, I love. I have the box series. Story. My mother, my mother-in-law. There's something that when that would come on too, it was like it was like the field. And they're all running through the field. Did that come in the eighties? Yeah. So good. I used to love that. Same. Laura Ingalls Wilder. That's right. I love that. That's yours. Okay. Have cloves of garlic for fingernails. Whoa. Or live on a planet dominated by robots. Ooh. Do you like garlic? I love garlic. Oh, so maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. It's it's not just the worst thing in the world. But I just want to know, is it like sensitive garlic? Like, could you still like, you crack a nail? Or do they grow nice? Or do they look like garlic? Your nail beds are going to suck. They're going to look like garlic. (laughs) Your nail beds are going to suck. I think you have nice nail beds. But also live on a planet dominated by robots. Maybe that's not much different than where we are now. Oh, that terrifies Burn. me. Burn. <laughs> I think we're way smarter than AIs. Should I get a replacement? Yes. Which one? What color is that? The robots. Yeah, yeah robots scares me. Oh my gosh! Could be I'm gonna burn that card. <laughs> Have an apple tree growing in your stomach. Oh gosh! What? <laughs> what is that? No more redraws for you. No more what? Hey, well, no I more guess, redraws. You I, guess, I guess an apple tree growing in my stomach. I mean, what? You're gonna be like that Medusa woman, but instead of like snakes coming I out, think you're gonna have, like breaking directions, picking apples oh off your gosh. head. You Wait, think, it's like it the Wizard of Oz. break down. Like the stomach, stomach acid. I think that you are gonna become one with the earth, and you're not apple tree. I'd rather be an apple tree than a garlic plant. Garlic fingers? What does garlic even grow off of? Is it a shrub? Is it a tree? Oh, it's underground. Yeah, it's it's kind of like an onion. You want to be an apple? Give <laughs> me be an apple. <laughs> Sign me up. Wow, what a strange one. These are interesting. Those are very interesting. That was a weird one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have a pigtail for a nose. Oh. <laughs> have a body made entirely of cutlery. Cutlery? Of cutlery? <laughs> like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. That's so weird. Oh. Who wrote these? <laughs> I don't know, but I am terrified. <laughs> How would you have a cutlery body? <laughs> that, that's like a pigtail. Wait, what is it? It's pigtail. Pig yeah. Oh, what if it was like a pigtail, like a curly one, like babe? Oh, that's what okay. I'm picturing. That's, is I like, was thinking a hair. That's like a horse. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to redraw the cutlery because that sounds that dangerous. It does sound dangerous. No one's going to cuddle you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really Maybe like clink to cuddle. Ooh. Have to sleep upside down yeah. hanging from a tree branch, whatever the weather. Pigtail <laughs> nose. All that blood rushing your head, not good. Oh my gosh. Oh, that man. would be horrible. Like a bat. You can only be upside down for a few minutes and then you'd get a headache. You'd pass out. Pass out. <laughs> you'd be a goner. <laughs> okay, let's do one more. Okay, everyone has to choose. Okay, okay. no redraws. No redraws. It's just straight up. Oh, oh just one is just one. one. Okay. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Okay, have to walk backwards everywhere or have to crawl everywhere like a lizard. 
Oh, well, I'm being watching Can you imagine being in the grocery store? <laughs> You're just lizarding. Can you imagine like being in a public restroom? Yeah, no. I actually saw a woman walking her dog backwards yesterday. So <laughs> she, she chose. Yeah, she's yeah. she's yeah. being chosen. She, she was, yeah, walking backwards. Maybe she's know. a robot. She could oh be. Oh my god. She's like, I don't want cutlery for a body. <laughs> I don't want cutlery for <laughs> a this is like a what if this was like, like Jumanji? That's what and then it was Jumanji. Oh my gosh, we are insane. <laughs> Second time they've come up in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Second time. Uh, well, oh my gosh. Okay, Aaron, this has been such a treat. You can come over anytime. Uh, you already answered what you would manifest for women, women as, but what are you manifesting for you? Oh man. I my dream, like my Mm-hmm. What am I gonna put out in the universe? Yeah, I want to be invited to speak. I don't even know about what. Somewhere international. Okay. That's like, like if you could choose anywhere. No, anywhere. Like, and that is my goal. But what if you if they were like, we want you to speak at an international event? You're gonna Where also you get to go? choose our location. Oh my gosh, choose the location. Yeah. Oh, that's too much Greece. Let's get crazy. Greece. Greece. Oh, that's too much Greece. Greece. <laughs> I already know the venue. The pressure. The pressure. <laughs> I already know the venue's available. Right? I just had a big one. Actually, you know what else is next on my mind is Egypt. Oh yeah. My girlfriend just sent me a a cruise. Are like a boat a cruise, cruise to, in Egypt. One of my best friends and I was like, oh, I wanna do that. Is this a yes? I hope are so. Are you checking all the facts or are this you just gonna me, be this like, This is my first time ticket. I'm telling Tucker about it on this podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh, well if you need a companion, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure I could book a ticket tonight. Okay, hear me out. You wanna <laughs> say that's me. <laughs> are we putting dreams out for women as community? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. Women us in the wilderness, like hiking trip or like outdoor trip yes with there's a group i don't know the backpacking something oh she does like women's like we could go to like i don't know the rim trail or i don't even know what it's called or patagonia or something awesome and like do like a a thing let's do a thing excursion let's do it are you talking about the um when we did the trail you do like glacier trying to think the name like glacier or something i'm in are you in? I'm in. Sure. And go to go tea. Boo. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? I feel like that'd be so fun. Like we've we've been staying local because we're cool, but like eventually we're gonna start to get our yeah. roots in other places. And what if we did like a? What if we did? I'm in. If we did, took it hands took all it in. I'm do just it. manifesting. We'll do a photo shoot there. in the outdoors. <gasps> yeah, we will. Okay, Some now buns. we're talking. Like I'm talking, <laughs> we get a big bus, like the party bus, and we just like. Wait, I had get a dream one day. The American Pan American, not the Pan American Highway. Is it the Pan American Highway that runs all down mm-hmm. the Continental mm-hmm. Highway from all of North America? Uh-huh. I wanted to get a bus, and I wanted to yes. paint it with chalk paint. Yes. And everywhere you go, you would have people identify what happiness is to them, and oh, they write on it. We'd actually okay. sure it was waterproof. Yeah. Then the rainstorm comes. That's like a refresh. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been delightful. Same time, same place next week? Yeah, that's right. Cool. Groovy. <laughs> Groovy. Groovy, baby. Hey, Womenists. Thanks for being a part of our community and listening to this episode of the Womenists Podcast. Here at Womenists, we are committed to growing and evolving as a community together. If you found this episode brought value to your life, share it with a womaness who empowers you. And while you're at it, help other womaness find this podcast by giving it a like, subscribing, and leaving a review. 
You can also find additional resources and opportunities to connect with Luminous by subscribing to our newsletter linked in the show notes, as well as on our Instagram, Luminous Community. Until next time, be good to yourself and be good to others. We'll see you at the next episode of the Women's Podcast.